Okay, welcome everybody to the shop, the social hub, the cons, We're not in shop, not in shop, we're in the social hub. No, the other social hub, where we can do, we're in the actual, the art room, can do arts for sustainable development. Sam, don't look at me like that, thank you. Anyway, a lot of people here recognise, here, but here, there and everywhere, recognise this wonderful man. We've done a lot of collaborations recently, very proud to say, and hopefully we'll be doing a few more. But without further ado, a true 25% of you, uh, Mr. Will Lawton. How are you, Ed? Yeah, mate. You know me. <laughs> you know me. Friday night and the lights are low. Got that Friday feeling. I've got the, we're having that uh, party, aren't we, for Sergey, who just run the London Marathon. So looking forward to that. Going to do this, then prep that and do it. Are you going to come or what? I might come. Yeah, you um, don't put yourself out. He's only run twenty six miles for his No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, if you, if you can come and have some free food, you're like, mm, it's been 30 hey? I might have come. Yeah, <laughs> it was by the time you tried to find me. Anyway, I bet you did after what? Yeah, we missed each other. Um, we have you here on all sorts of pretenses, um, but particularly this is going out Sunday, which is the day before Monday. I know, Lauren. I know that one. I remember that one. Because you've got the gig, haven't you, at Malmesbury Town Hall? Yeah. On the 5th of May, Friday, 5th of May, in the year of COVID 2023. I don't know when you're going to be watching this, but hopefully Sunday, then you'll know that this wonderful man and his fantastic band, I love that band, man, as you know. It's, it's smoking artist. as well at the moment. Not surprising. We, we, we quite a lot. And, um, <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah. See you later on. Wear your belly dancing stuff, yeah? Oh, okay. Well, I just thought it was a cultural evening. Um, no, it's good. It's on fire at the yeah. moment because we've been playing yeah. quite a lot. So, um, and this is a release gig. Yeah, well. EP. So it's, it's our EP release gig, and we are we think we've been thinking a bit more about rather than just getting that play up, rocking up to playing our songs. We've been thinking a little bit more about how we present ourselves and how we yeah. move the set and how we link the songs together. And um, yeah, we've been thinking about thinking about stuff but it's good every rehearsal we've had is yeah, like, it's had a good vibe so it's looking forward to it when you say ep because we obviously have discussions about this about our other other collaborations yeah how many tracks three cool okay. <laughs> but they're, uh, they're they're each about but eight, they're really good they're about not eight nine minutes long each yeah. so it's quite uh so it's actually <laughs> it's yeah, quite yeah, a long it's, it's an lp it's a long player. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There is that, but people think it's it's the songs, it's the length of the actual listen, isn't it, that determines it. I think it's the number of songs. Is it? Yeah. According to Spotify, you put. Oh. You got. You oh, we say how they do. Yeah. Are you putting it on the Spotify? Yeah, because we're not. We haven't. Yeah. What's it called? So people out Alchemy. there can. It's Alchemy. Called Alchemy. So it's, it's a three-track EP, yeah. and it's released under Will Lawton and the Alchemists. Um, and I, we really love it. Good, now I'm sure. It's, it's yeah, Because yeah, no. well, um, we've been going for about five years now. Yeah. Maybe even longer. In fact, we've been going longer than that. We've been going nearly eight years since I first started playing with Weasel. And then it's grown. And to begin with, it was my songs. You can play. You come along. Put your musical interpretation of what what you can bring to to these songs that I've written. But over the as we've gone on. The songwriting process has become more wicked, more in, yeah. more open yeah, yeah. because we've had we've had time to develop stuff and work together. And now this collection of songs is completely a reflection of 
this melting pot of all of us. So it's not it's not me with my songs. It's yeah. us yeah. with the all these different experiences and musical genres and all that stuff, putting it all in and like a musical it. alchemy. Exactly. That's what yeah, it is, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? That's exactly what yeah, it is. It's special because people are, you know, are, I think everyone could be potentially be be musical, creative, sing. They don't care what it sounds like. Obviously, you can hear my voice. I do definitely don't care. But the idea of being able to freestyle and or collaborate and or improvise with other musicians, let alone the ones that are in your band, is actually rarer than people might think. So what I'm saying is, you know, I said Tom went to, uh, what's that, BIM yeah. in Manchester. And I said, look, I got really shocked when I met the drum guys. I thought everyone was going to be like me. <laughs> Imagine that. I thought everyone's going to be like me. Hey, wait a minute, you people, you're kind of sensible and conventional. What's going on here? I thought we're supposed to be ra radical. So don't be shocked if actually you just, you don't come across anyone who's like-minded, bizarrely, even though you think, yeah. you surely that yesterday. You might not, you'd be lucky to form a band. He formed a band, a fantastic band actually, New Luna. They were really good. Yeah, I've heard yeah. New Luna stuff, yeah. And, but they change configuration as all bands sometimes do. Yeah. Um, but we're able to get to a level with their collaboration and what have you. But in reality, I think that was not not every person that went to that university that year or those three years formed a band with that amount of integrity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What you've got to come out come about in a different way. But um, it takes it takes yeah, a long yeah, time because you can't make it happen. Yeah, it has to happen yeah, organically. Yeah. That's and the it thing. just has to You happen. can't force it. You no, can't say, not, we're going to do this. No, you've just got to wait for the right people to yeah. come across your path in life. And then you've got to connect. And then the situation's got to be in life. has got to be all right. In one hand, that I my kids are getting older, but Buddy and Weasel have got young children. Yeah. And in one way, that's a nightmare. Because how can you commit to anything when you've got young children? But at the same time, it actually really works well because they're not going anywhere. So they're there, so the band can actually yeah, stay. Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. going anywhere. No one's yeah. going to suddenly say, oh, I'm going off to Portugal for yeah. six months to go and s work on a kibbutz. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, no, because your kids are in mainstream education. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's you yeah. stuck for the next 14 years. Yeah, although that's interesting, because I was actually um, on tour with my band and Sue, the mother of my boys, Tom's mum, Connor's mum, Shay's mum, was uh, we'd had Connor and she was pregnant with Tom, ironically. And we were doing a four month tour. Um, and like the rest of the Shanakees, the band had given up all their houses and stuff. I still had my wife and, and child and one on the way in London. And we were traveling, I'm laughing now because we were traveling to a gig on the outskirts of Paris and the, and the van broke down. We were being towed, so we were essentially being towed. And this amazing, I was lucky. So you're a great musician. You, on your own, with whoever, with anyone that you know you collaborate with, you are of an amazing standard. I was never that, as you probably worked out from my basic songs. However, I would love being around great people and I would do basic songs, basic melodies, and they would just gild them. And it wasn't about gilding lilies, it was making a silk purse out of a pig's ear, really, in a lot of ways. So we're in the back of this thing, we've been together a few years, we're in the back and obviously we come in, we've got this record company that we've been formed around our band, a promotion company in, in Paris. And it's bizarre how that came about. Anyway, we're on the, we've been towed. 
and Phil Martin, check him out. What an amazing uh, musician. He's, he's still touring now, he's amazing. He said, in his, he was a very gentle way of talking, he said, oh, Ed, old chap, do you, do you think it's a good idea for us to be on this tour when Sue's heavily pregnant with your second child? I went, well, Phil, I don't want to be the guy that says to them when they're off trying to, to, to uh, fulfill their dreams or not give them a template about how that might actually you know, pan out. When they leave home, they won't be turning to me and saying, and I'll be saying to them, oh, I could have done all that if I hadn't had you. So I'm going to lead by example, which was ironic considering we were being towed in the back of a broken down thing mm -hmm. to the outskirts of a small, you know, whatever gig, but that wasn't it. We were getting paid, we were professional musicians. It was amazing. But I got it from him, he didn't have kids. It's like, is this what we should be doing? It's like, she's the only thing we should be doing. Same thing with mum, she said, I don't get it. You're, you're what? You're, you're, you're going around playing music. What about your job? <laughs> Here's my job. She's what? I go, I'm getting paid for it, Mum. Yeah, and I'm sending the money back to Sue. And obviously, we come back and forth, and Sue will come over. It's not we're not separated. He said, but you, but she, she's pregnant. I said, we all about it. That was the RAF. He went away for a year. When one of my sisters, you know, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's his job. I said, it, yeah, my job. It's tricky. When I got married, I was just before that. I was living in Cornwall, pretty much basking. Didn't bring much to the married table, really. But then, when my when we got when we were pregnant with my first, I did think this is going to be quite brutal ride if I stick to this purely musician lark. This is mm. going to be hard. Yeah, so yeah. I had to, I had to. I it never got pushed completely aside, but I had to focus on. I was actually running events for quite a long time, um, because it, I could just make money with it and. Yeah. Yeah, I did make a conscious decision to like have to pursue something else in order to just get the family up and going. But music's like this thing that just you cannot put it in a bag. You can't. I couldn't. couldn't hold it down. It's like it just keeps. It just keeps pushing. It keeps pushing. Yeah. And then yeah. and and uh, fortunately for me. Um, yeah, fortunately for me, I've, I've had good musicians around me and we've managed to keep my music projects going throughout all that time and I've got an understanding family. They, is, I don't know if it's understanding, they just accept that this is what, this is part of who I am. Take that away from me and I'm a puddle of slime probably on the floor and that's it. There's, there's an image for you at home. <laughs> yeah. you no, it's, like... who, it's who I am, but then, but then for me, yeah, then I was, then I had this strange twist in life where this whole like the whole music therapy side came into my life mm. and it was like hold on there's a way I can actually get some stable income using my musical skills helping people as well which is actually what, quite a rich um, what, a rich thing to be able to do in terms of rich of um, oh enriching your life enriching my value, life yeah, yeah. the event side and all that other work I was doing has been able to just drop away and fall away uh, and this is this has risen up um, so I'm so yeah I find myself in a position where my children are now going to university and at that stage of life and I'm able to just uh, all of my income is now coming through some form of musical means Perfect. which is which yeah. is quite amazing I didn't think it, I thought you had to be you had to have singles you had to like you had to like sing your music and you had to hit it big and you had to yeah. do all that yeah. in order to make but no it's like mine's taking a different twist um, probably more worthwhile. In, in terms of a life, uh, uh, the way that a uh, life to yeah. live, yeah. 
They like it. They like it. it. Yeah, they're they're it's really that's it, Rich. <laughs> yeah. That's got value, mate. That's got value instead but, of being a sellout. But it's not easy. Like trying to keep that music thing going through raising a family is quite mm. a tricky path to walk. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think but you push uh, it away and you're denying yourself. Like yeah, you're saying you've got to be careful because yeah. because you know you, you you know when I met Sue in drama college. Yeah. So that's kind of handy. Yeah. You know, she also was fantastic. She was an actress. She went to America. Did uh, not when we had kids, but when she went back to do that work, she worked similar thing. She worked with Geese Theatre Company, which worked in prison and probation, using theatre acting, the creativity to look at how to check amend kind of a cognitive behavioural type of creative insert of showing it kind of uh, Boal, August Boal sort of forum theatre as well. So people, all sorts of scenarios in all sorts of settings. So it's really powerful. I was really reluctant to sort of watch a bunch of middle class people who've never been criminals or never been violent, never been there. What do they know? But of course, darling, they're actors and they were amazing. So she did that and uh, when, we first had children, I would stay at home because I was playing music in the evening, essentially. I'd stay at home with, but and I, I, I feel bizarrely, it sounds like, as, oh, you were off doing this. I know, actually, what actually happened is, when I came off tour, and when I, after the four months, I was at home during the day. I, I was the the guy that saw Tom crawl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, from a distance, I was running away. <laughs> Stop yeah. it because she was able to and rightly so go and pursue that and you know i remember when and it sounds nothing to any mother which i you know i truly believe is the most difficult job on the planet it's the most encompassed that you can't you know obviously sometimes it doesn't go well and that's why we end up working on kids in care for one reason or other no judgment not a problem however she would go away for a week at a time and I'd be looking after Connor for 24 hours a day. And it was then, this is why I knew, I just thought, oh, then she do this more often. Because when all you have to do, and not all you have to do, when all you can do, all you should be doing is focusing on the needs of another human being other than yourself. So it's a kind of ironic thing what I'm saying because her, the work that she did with Geese was freelance and it was in all around the country. She went to America for a while, but that was before she had kids. Get Scotland, Northern Ireland, Norway, whatever. And then come back and do that. And I would obviously just be free to do it. I would be at the mothers and toddlers groups yeah. as the only man. Yeah. So I've seen parenting and I was really, I, I felt really blessed by that. I felt whatever about the money. And then, you know, it wasn't that amount of money. Um, I'd done loads of full-time, I'd done a bouncer, done all sorts of stuff just to earn money pre that, but actually got to a stage where it's like, when we had a balance, but I think that was partly because we had met a drama college, so with, that was always going to be on the cards, surely, that we both anticipated making a living, that was the life we'd both be kind of committed to. Yeah. Couldn't have done most of it without it, to be fair. I mean, literally any of it, I should imagine, if I really put my mind to thinking, mm, yeah, Sue was actually, did all this, all that support, all that. Raising kids, the raising the kids, the main carer is so important. And if you can share it, did you get to spend time at home? Yeah, I've, yeah. Not, I've been there throughout all of mine. Yeah, I'm there, I've been there. I've been worked locally. I've not got. I've not. No, I, I, I've been. I've been there. Yeah. And like we both work with, uh, 
young people and people, I, I, somebody I know at the moment is just pregnant with her first child and she's like, oh, God, you've had three, what, do you, how, what, how are you, <laughs> what tips have you got? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> make it all yeah. basically but we see it in our work as well if you if that if a child has 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 love and some stability in its life like that's 99 percent of the job done it's like as simple as that you don't know yeah. there's, a, yeah, there's a few other external so things that one, one, one in one this one. room where we do the interviews yeah, yeah. With, with, the, with young people in their carers or their parents the young people that come that get referred to me yeah. it's like I can it's almost a certainty that there's going to be some big cracks in the the relationship between the parent and the child um, or there's going to be some substance abuse in there yeah that is just a, almost a given that yeah. that's that's the that's there and yeah that's, and then it's, it's gone but if you can so if you can just give them some stability and a split they yeah, feel, they feel safe and they feel yeah. loved yeah and then yeah everything else is like yeah. a nice to have yeah yeah um, no matter where you are where no matter where you are on the ladder of the social system the whole thing the whole doesn't matter doesn't relationships matter. are the most invaluable thing all in that oh absolutely and i can't believe what i can that that's not the fundamental basis for the social aspect or predominant in the education system. It's like, well, everything else is great. You can do anything. I've often said to the wonderful schools we work with, they kind of sometimes question how we're so successful with the kids. It's like, well, if you, uh, if A, you're, you're teaching them in the, you know, and I've got great respect for teachers and schools, I wouldn't do it. Not, I'm not clever enough in that system because I would just go, are you kidding? What are you supposed to do in this system? I worked in schools for you know eighteen months in George Ward to look at how they are expected. Teachers are expected the, not just the pay. That's just a minimum requirement. You'd expect it to be really well paid because they are they have the future, our future, our community futures in their hands. Um, sometimes literally, no, no, <laughs> I'm joking. They don't do that. They don't. Teachers don't do that anymore. They used to do it when I was at school. However. The idea that they have such value and we do not put the emphasis on relationship and understanding, so, you know, early childhood trauma, whatever, that we collectively as a, as a society don't make that the drama of life the main subject. Because I believe if you have that emotional balance, that emotional uh, uh, aspect sorted out, and there's stuff I'm still learning now. I didn't know uh, when I was young about cortisol and all that sort of good stuff. She thought that I couldn't. Recently, quite in relative terms, I didn't. I couldn't believe that people or everyone had had a fight. I was like, "What?" Just it just did not occur to me that as often, a lot of the people that we work with, of a certain type like me, I get it. They get me. I work in prisons. They get me. Trust me. In probation, they get me. It's like I'm there. Okay, hey, if it wasn't for a good teacher, I would have gone down the same path. And it's that emotional continuity. Taking the shame would take so many decades to start working this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, but no, of course it does. But, it, but and that's the funny thing about the the child's rearing aspect. I love the fact this is this is interesting. So fundamentally, you've now just discovered why I want to work with you, so often. This is it. We yeah. we've started, We came here to promote your EP. We talked, <laughs> about, we talked about, about child rearing because it's the most <laughs> important bit. If yeah. it wasn't. 
I wouldn't be, I, do, I'm, I just know I wouldn't have the enthusiasm to, uh, your music's great, but you know, I know loads of great musicians, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have been around in the past and what have you. It's the other part of the journey that's the most important. That's what I find really good and why, and why you got into uh, music therapy. Yeah. It's really important. It is. Um, but I keep in, but going back to the, the my actual music, that is the, for me, that's the, your therapy. the that's my, yeah, that's my balance. Without yeah. that, and when I was training, that was highlighted the importance of keeping that side of you open and alive. Because otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't scratch the same itch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's working in music, but it's not yeah. creative. It's not no. that, it's you, not you that same to... thing. Basically, when I'm working in a music therapy context, say I'm writing a song with someone, my job is to help them write their song and get my personal ego as far as possible from that piece of music yeah. like that has got to be theirs they've yeah. got to own that I've yeah. got to help them and I've got to put some of me in to know yeah. them to help them write a song they might not even play an instrument so yeah. I've got to do something but I've got to get out of it as much as I can yeah. um, but then when it's my, when you're doing a song with the Alchemists it's, it's a different yeah. thing different completely it's like the, that's journey. the space where I put my, yeah. me into the, yeah. to the thing and that keeps me keeps me balanced really it's yeah. quite it's and that is why a, obviously, we can do arts, use music, art, drama, all, all the arts as many as we can get hold of. All. And they're, that, they're amazing. Like now, I've been working with Can Do for a few few months now. I've never been. We've been working together for quite a long time, but actually, once a week I come here, don't I? Yeah. The, the, the creativity and the talent in that team is really special. Yeah. yeah. Like you, yeah. And all, of all arts. Please like, never listen to them. Let's keep on. Let's keep on making it up Oh, Jonah's driving that car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. No, but there's a really like it's an amazing like collection of yeah. very very talented people. Yeah. And it's like really talented people. Yeah. yeah. Um, in all like artists. Yeah, yeah. Writers, poets, musicians. It's not a prerequisite, bizarrely, but it's handy, isn't it? Yeah. Because I've, I've said this to you before. You know what? Why would you? Well, the kids we work with, the families we work with, and you've seen it, and I can't mention the person's name, but. When that person was playing piano with you, and I said, "Oh, you know that Will plays, and we should go and see it. In fact, we could try and make something happen for that this up and coming gig." Yeah. But it's that. It's like, wow, I'm working with this person, and that, and that, because you're keeping yourself uh, uh, in the musical flow yourself, the creative flow, and that aura, without wishing to sound namby pamby, which is ironic. I used to be a, a bouncer, and I used to talk about auras a lot to people that does kick them out of nightclubs. Point being, they don't like her or get out. Or uh, smash her face. And, but um, you, the idea that they can work, and you know, perhaps Tom was brilliant, like his, our Tom Deedigan was the same. Yeah. He just totally do songs in there as if they were his band songs with the young people. So what, they would write the songs, but he would do every bit of production as if he was doing your stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's really exciting as well. That is, that is, yeah, it's very exciting working with a young person yeah. when they, when they, yeah, when, when they start opening up to it. You know that they, you, they, they're on that journey, and you know that they're creating something for the first time yeah. maybe in their life. Yeah, and um, part of 100%. that process, 100%. and being able to capture it for them, and you know that's going to stick with them, and that experience yeah. is going to. Is going to be through them forever. It's, yeah, it's, it's quite enough. And also, though, to get to that point, like of the songwriting, it takes can take it takes quite a lot of time and just building a relationship to get to that 
it's back to what I said, the essential ingredient in education yeah. is relationship and understanding the value of it. Yeah, Same but it's thing. not, you don't see it in schools, it's crazy. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. They send, you know, we're, we're looking yeah. to work with some great schools, they get it, we're an extension in lots of ways. Yeah. They go, yeah, I know, we can send you to Can Do, we have a working relationship, which they do with lots of schools from beyond Bristol, from Somerset, from whatever, yeah. and obviously, unfortunately, some young people in care who come from different counties altogether. So the and we work up and down the country, so it's one of them ones where Working alongside, so it's an extra capacity for the schools. They're kind of going, ah, okay, we've got this satellite provision. They do it with you, obviously, in a similar way at the, at the pound. It's that thing of going, yeah, we, oh yeah, this is, although I think it should be integral to what the schools do. Not. It's good funny. that it's, to this, it's, yeah. become, it's, it's just yeah. good that it exists, yes. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and the schools so. can't take it on, they just can't take it well, on, they're, we, they're maxed, the teachers well, are like, beyond. They can't, they, yeah. like, teachers can't take it on, they, they're just... I think the schools should be imbued with it, Not we nearly had this at, at George, George Ward, the parents and the teachers, the new head, wanted a can-do art centre in the school yeah once we'd worked there long enough to stop it being the biggest excluder which county council stopped the funding what is it with these people anyway that's another story yeah so let's get back to the ep then because now people might understand you're also working with us on the wonderful um chipman folk festival 50th fun anniversary yeah fantastic we've got some brilliant still got balkan music not balkan music balkan music yourself uh, You've asked Ludwig, Ludwig to learn, Argentina. You've asked him to perform some Argentinian songs, songs. And he played through one. Yeah. He said, I could play something like this. And he showed me an example. And yeah, uh, he's going <laughs> <he's gonna laughs> to. Welcome to the world, people. So we're, we're going to be at the Rotary Hall. We're, we're calling yeah. it the Candle Arts 35th Anniversary, the Folk on the Fringe yeah. Festival. Yeah. So we got. That's going to be on the Saturday night, isn't yeah, it? It's going to be. Lauren? Sunday. It's going to be across the weekend, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's going to be different type English, obviously, songs as well as, yeah. because you know yourself and what have you, but in the collaborations you've been doing, we've got the Balkan Band, we've got hopefully the Sahara Sisters, the wonderful ballet dancers, yeah. doing cool. workshops. We've got the choir, we've got our community choir, which, as you know, um, the Pound have helped, um, the Pound, the Pound, Pound Art Centre in um, Corsham have helped us do those fundraisers. So. Yeah. That's happening. So that we have a Ukrainian, Polish, Catalonian, Argentina. Croatian, Argentinian, and English, and Irish and the Monday, and Irish and the Monday. So we're doing all that. We do the week. We do. We do the mighty festival together. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm hoping is that. So that what we've been doing with you, which has been a right journey as well, an amazing journey. So the songs that I've been writing with Ludwig, we've been recording in the in the Candu studio with yeah. Guillaume, Jonah and Rob. Yeah. Um really like brilliant little team you've helped put together there and we've got four songs finished pretty much finished now, but it'd be nice to be able to start playing them as a collective with yeah, yeah, Guillaume yeah. and Jonah and Rob involved. So we're we doing that at the Folk Festival. We're gonna do that which on is Saturday. These dates coming up on the screen. <laughs> We did it at the Mighty Festival, we did it at the Unlock Reset Festival at the end of August. That's right. At the Pitch and Putt with some lights. So three. At the Pitch and Putt, Moncton Park, Chippenham, uh, Wiltshire, England. Pete and Wendy Claridge, thank you very much. Yeah, and you've got, so, but 
as importantly, so we've got the folk fair. We'll put all these dates on this. Are there tickets left for the, because this is Sunday? Hardly any. Right. We've got, this morning there were 50, last night there was 20 left, this yeah. morning there was 15 left. It's like, yeah. it's going to hopefully, well I can't yeah. say, it's going to hopefully sell out. I okay, listen everyone, time. you just have to check <laughs> when this, this is going out one o'clock, by the time we kick sand this year, all the stuff's going to be in about where you can get the tickets, if you can still get them. What would be really good if you tell us, if you watch this, then still got some tickets and then meet us there on the Friday because me and Laura are going to be filming, aren't we? Yeah, you're going to come along and yeah, help do the back, film a do bit, the, of, uh, bit of us and Buddy's yeah. really looking forward to seeing yeah, you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> you all. Because um, that was actually, it was the band, that band that started our connection when um, through Soul Sneeze at the start. Tell everyone what that is. The great 
uh, art exhibition and they're going to be a gallery in Chippenham. That's going to be open. Look out for the Folk Festival, look out for the Mighty Festival. Look out, people. You're a lovely man. God bless you all. It's a wrap. Spinning at a thousand miles an hour.